Why Date, Season 2, Episode 11. Why Heartbreak Asian? The reason why real estate is doing so shitty right now is because there's not enough Gen Y to millennials, uh, which is people like our age, um, getting married and having kids. Those are the biggest two things right now. And if you think about it, right, all these houses are being built for these Gen Y people to raise families in in these homes. But when these people are not having kids and not have, raising families, they're not going to buy those homes. So what do they do? They're going to cut back, cut back, and you know, cut corners, and then. They're going to um, invest in a condo or an apartment, which makes all these townhomes and houses built like worth shit. So that's why the economy. So whatever. Yo, what up, everybody? This is Tay. Dante D is silent, whichever goes by. And we are on wide date. Episode You got this, bro. I got it. I got it. Got uh, it. I can't remember anymore. You got right, it. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we got my man, Renaissance Man here. What's up everybody? Heartbreak Asian here. What up? And we are still on the series of interviews. And we got my man, Heartbreak Asian here. We have a few questions to interview him real quick. And yeah. So I guess it makes sense for him to be on here because he's, you know, he's he's been part of it for a while. And a little bit about this guy. He's uh he's been putting it down since the first season. So I'm definitely our our one episode we did together. <laughs> it was kinda of like a fuckboy central fuckboy like episode, but whatever. People liked it. But then the guest came in. AKA the Renaissance man. <laughs> Change everything. Bro, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> One day they'll be converted. No, no, I'm still not convinced. You're not, not, not convinced. You're not convincing me at all. We had a conversation about this, but you know what? One day it will happen. One day it will happen, bro. You will uh, come to the light side. So everyone's been kind of waiting, patient, waiting, man, and learning more about Heartbreak Asian, his backstory. And he's going to kind of explain a little bit more about himself. He's like my brother from another mother. Mm. We've been working on a lot of stuff together in the past. I'm happy to have him on a couple episodes with us on podcasts here. And yeah, man, like, tell about a little bit about yourself, man. Like, give a little intro. Oh, my God. Okay. A little background. Um, okay. So this is Heartbreak Asian. What's up? I have been doing this podcast with Dante for a while. Um, for how? Oh yeah, I know. I'm not gonna say your name, but I can't say my name. No, <laughs> but uh, I mean, for like last year, we've been doing this for a year now. For a year now, yeah, we've been doing it for a year. I mean, long story short, uh, I'm just the normal Asian guy <laughs> that's pretty tall. There's a train coming. Just give us one sec, guys. <laughs> it's a loud train. Um, that was I mean, to cut it pretty short, you know, I'm just a, a Bay Area native. Uh, I'm very different. I did I did grow up differently from other Asians, hence uh, my nickname. So the biggest thing I think people should know is that uh, my parents, they uh, escaped the Vietnam War to have a better life, to give a better life to myself and my sisters um, in America. They were sponsored by a family in Pennsylvania. Um, so, and that's where they make white people. So, you know, their English was very good and crisp and clean. You know what I mean? My mom was super Americanized, you know what I mean? 
yes, I said it. <laughs> I did say that. Just in case you guys didn't catch that. Anyways, so after that, my parents and my family went to. Uh, Max Savage was here. Good. He would love it. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that bad? It's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Am say. I wrong? Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I mean, it's it's a very tasteless. The home of the white. Okay, well, there. And here's the reason why. White chocolate, dude. And here's the reason why I say this too is because my family, right? My mom and my sister, older sister, they speak very good English. And when I asked them the type of family that sponsored them, I looked at their photo. I swear to God. Okay, first of all, they're called the Kirkwoods. Come on, they're called the Kirkwoods. And every year they have a new, a new kid. Like, welcome to the family, Kirkwood. Da 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 da. It looks like it's like it's like if you're watching full house but on crack like the family just gets bigger you know what i mean it's crazy anyways so so that's just a little background on my my family uh we they moved to the bay area california try to give myself a better life and whatever um i grew up with a uh again a white brother-in-law so my interest in um into things like music and hobbies were very different from other people uh going to school so um so i did kind of grow up a little weird a little different like i didn't understand you know proper Asian traditions, uh, proper like American traditions. So I was kind of in between. So that's why, if you guys know me, I, I had a phase of growing up with rock music and then switching over to other th type of things. And then um, also not fitting in well with the average Asian, if that makes sense. Like the techie or the, the nerdiness and all that stuff, right? So anyways, fast forward. Um, so why am I on this podcast? I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, you guys, I mean, if you guys have been following us for a while, um, you know, we talk about like issues, you know, um, partners, past relationships, bad experiences, good experiences, um, is sex important, all that stuff. I feel like that, you know, in my position, I'm valid to talk about these things because, you know, I went through it, all the bad and good. Same as with, you know, uh, Tay Boogie, right? Um, and, and Renaissance Men, et cetera, right? We, we just, we want to share the experiences with you, uh, our listeners, so that way you guys can get insight and also offer insight if you guys ever have these challenges. But but my main, main thing is that I've always been getting these things where, you know, um, a lot of Asian males come up to me like, bro, man, how do you like date a white girl? Or how do you like get that? How do you, how do you break out of the, well, first of all, okay, so, um, it doesn't like ethnicity is not even an issue that's never an issue right you can date whoever you want um, but when you're sold on that fact then you'll never get that girl that you've dreamed of quote quote right um, so so my, my motivation on this is to mainly like kind of break the barriers of um, interracial dating and interracial dating challenges and kind of let people know that like yeah you know dating is not limited to like your ethnicity or your abilities it's really limited to the ability of how much you want to change and adapt uh into your environment and such so so that's like my background um i dance i dj uh holler at me for your bar mitzvah um and yeah that's it <laughs> so i mean that's you actually answered some of the questions before me it's all good man just, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good so all right all right man so question i'd like to ask man so let's go what side are you on in the spectrum of dating do you believe in dating or do you believe in not dating? Do you believe in monogamy? Do you believe in like, you know, what's the other one? Polygamy. Polygamy. Yeah. Like oh. what? What's your outtake on that? Because you know, it seems like that's the that's the thing, right? That's the norm. 
a lot of our generation is not really too open for mm-hmm. marriages right now. I think a lot of people see it as like, oh, it's just a business transaction or whatever, whatever case it be. You know, this is actually a very good topic. And, you know, to be honest, we actually did this interview before, but because there's some dumbass people playing piano, it just made the recording bad. But I actually got some insight recently that can give this topic a very interesting, um, uh, like, answer. So, uh, okay, so unfortunately, I grew up living as a monogamist. So it's, it's probably going to be very, very hard for me to find someone that was into being a polygamist, right? I would, honestly, I would believe in and try my best to be a polyamorous, which is um, having the belief of loving everyone as an equal. And then when you date people, they're aware of the other people you're dating. I would love that. But I also feel like I'm not in that position yet to do that because I'm not financially uh, uh, solidified to even um, have those options, right? So in other words, I can't compare myself to like a successful CEO who, or Texio, who's like out there having sex parties when I'm over here, I don't even have those resources. I don't even know what that's like. But then we have people who judge people like that, right? They're saying like, oh my God, it's so gross. Why would you do that, right? But then again, like you ain't, you ain't making that kind of money. So like, if you're that successful, what are you gonna do? You're gonna go to the movies? Like, what do you think? What else do you think you're gonna do for fun? Anyways, so, um, so I myself am on the side of, for now, I'm on the side of mon- monogamous, being a monogamous, but I do want to flirt with the idea of being a, po- a, a polyamorous because I think, you know, we only have one life to live, and I think that's kind of it's the new trend. People are trying to be more open to dating other people, and if you and if you really really think about it, right? Let's let's talk about economics, right? Um, the reason why real estate is doing so shitty right now is because there's not enough Gen Y to millennials, uh, which is people like our age, um, getting married and having kids. Those are the biggest two things right now. And if you think about it, right, all these houses are being built for these Gen Y people to raise families in in these homes but when these people are not having kids and not have, raising families they're not going to buy those homes so what do they do they're going to cut back cut back and you know cut corners and then they're going to um, invest in a condo or an apartment which makes all these townhomes and houses built like worth shit so that's why the economy so whatever um so this question asking about like monogamous and polygamous and the trend well you can see it economically you can see it like happening like with these townhouses not making money, real estate struggling, and all these millennials not giving a shit about raising families. And it's really sad, but then again, like who, who is to blame it? And there's an article that talks about this. It's the baby boomers. They're the blame. They fucked up everything for the millennials and laid the tracks out horribly for us to where now we're like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, we're not gonna have kids. We're gonna live our life, travel, eat hella food, and then make the best of it, and then we're good, right? I personally don't believe that because that's kind of like whack. I do believe in raising a family and all stuff, but at the same time, like I don't blame uh, the millennials feeling like that because, like that's you know, like it's it, it wasn't our fault. It was just bad timing, bad placement. So so yeah. So um, right now, right now I'm a monogamous, but I do want to flirt with the idea of being a polyamorous. Yeah. So I never thought you'd be a monogamous. Like you're like this. Renaissance man over here. Man. I mean, like, like well, let's, <laughs> let's let's be real, right? Like, we we've had so okay. So you and I, we've had our fair share of sleeping with hello women and whatever and stuff, right? <laughs> and we did that for fun, and we also did that, you know, like with natural intentions of having emotions, attachment on their side and our side, right? And and it was a mess. It's all a mess because we weren't taught or knew how to deal with it because we grew up kind of like a monogamous, right? Um, but. I have, but on the serious side of dating relationships, I have been more of the monogamous because I practiced that harder when I was in a relationship with uh, high school Fremont and then relationship with Santa Clara and then a relationship with 
from what she was from San Jose and then after that Fremont for five years and after that with San Diego for a year and then uh, Houston um, for like a few months and then again with Fremont right so so even though there are only a few relationships serious relationships I only know how to do well in as a monogamous in those relationships long term right but being an actual polyamorous dating person A person B person D and they all know about each other I don't I'm not an expert in that yeah, right. That's a lot to do, man. Yeah, I dude. Do that, man. Yeah, I mean, dude, Will Smith does that. Yeah, you know what I mean, and he's successful. So I can't compare myself to him because he has the resources and status to do that. And resources, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can't equipment. Yeah, man. Like, dude. Like, for example, right? Let's say, um, let's say I'm dating two girls and they know each other. One wants to go to Cancun, week one, and the other one wants to go to Paris, week two. How? I can't, I can't afford that. You know what I mean? Like, we, I can't do that right now, but can Will Smith do it? Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, no problem, baby. Let's go. You know, like, he has no problem, you know? I need to talk to Will Smith. I need to, too. You know? And that's probably why he's so insightful with all his motivational videos because he, like, he's successful and he does that. You know what I mean? He's so chill about it, you know? Yeah. I need to convert him to the one woman. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have to do. Yeah. Oh, you trying to convert him? I'm trying to convert him. Oh, man. Woo. I don't know, man. He's pretty, he's, he's pretty gangster, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, he's with Jay Pickett Smith. Yeah. Well, he's legally with her. Legally with Jay mm-hmm. But you know, man, I could actually have some effects to the kids, too. Because now they're just like, well, hmm. <laughs> true. True, true, true. Well, okay, man. Um. Next question. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're talking about uh, in terms of you dating and stuff like that. Yeah. You said you dated how many people, how many serious relationships, and how many heartbreaks with those serious relationships? Uh, five serious, no, who wait. Don't you, you don't too, who? Five serious ones, the first one, uh, it was, I, it was a really stupid, silly argument. And it was in high school going to college, so it wasn't really like, I mean, it was a heartbreak because I was young and inexperienced. It wasn't a heartbreak because it was so bad, right? So it was just me and my, it was my ego being broken, not like a heartbreak. Um, the second one, I would say it was borderline heartbreak because she dumped me for another guy that I knew that was in my circle. And it was like, what the hell? Like it, it was very shady how it was working out. So in, in other words, they were, part, they were talking while we were dating, right? Kind of whack. Okay, man, we're kind of experience you have in the, in the dating game now um what kind of experience can you offer for anyone listening? well hold on, i'm not done yet <laughs> uh the third i mean the third one <laughs> the, the, the third the third the third one uh i dumped her because i wasn't interested in her the fourth one uh was a serious one and this was the most serious one for multiple years but she ended up dumping me because again i was i was i was I was in a very contentive situation. I was very lazy. I wasn't motivated anymore. I was very comfortable. And that woke me up. That was a heartbreak because it was like my best friend uh, dumping me, right? And then we got back together, whatever. And then she dumped me again. Or we dumped each other again. And then I uh, went out with another girl in San Diego. And uh, I, I broke her heart. Because <laughs> I couldn't deal with her shit anymore, right? So I just cut it, whatever. She's crazy. Um, psycho. Um, and then uh, I dated another girl, uh, Houston. Um, she, how do I say this? Um, it wasn't really a heartbreak, but I was kind of hurt. You know, I was, I was kind of like, what? Like, there's nothing wrong. But, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, sometimes they're in need of something else and you just have to like, 
you just have to like uh, just accept it, right? Um, so yeah, so that's my experience. Um, now, these are five serious relationships out of dating a lot of girls. I don't know if I should say a number. Should I say a number? Say a number. All right. Why not? Uh, 50. 50? Yeah. 50 different women. 50 different women. Uh, I slept with 30, oh crap, 37 of them. Damn, I just, <laughs> that's, that's a lot. Um, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how many likes. That's a lot, bro. I don't, I don't keep track. I don't, I, I, I'm pretty sure you're the same. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. But it sounds like I, I can't keep track. Because you, yeah, it's yeah. bad. It is bad. And you know what? It's crazy. <laughs> but but, I don't remember. This is not to like flaunt or anything. This is just to let you guys know, like, okay, with that many chances or with that many num uh, a number of women being the ratio, what could have potentially happened? Well, there was a lot of things that could potentially happen, right? Almost got an STD, right? I didn't get one. She she got one and she told me and I got tested. I didn't get one. But again, that's a, a fact, right? Or that's a, a possibility. Another one almost almost got I got pregnant with my kid, but it wasn't. It was with someone else, but I was in that same timeline. That was dangerous. Another one is like crisscrossing, meaning two girls almost found out about each other with me and then that could have been messy, right? So, so many things bad that could have happened, right? So it was pretty, it was pretty dangerous, but... But yeah, so that's why I feel I'm valid to talk about these experiences. And these are with different many different types of women. It's not like they're all Asian or like, you know, Caucasian women. There's all they're all different uh, parts of the um, end of the spectrum, right? So that's why. And then I'm not saying like I'm an expert, it's just more of like, oh hey, you know, if you have a question about this, I think I can offer some insights. It's not like I'm a you know, what's the word? A casting the casting over or whatever, right? So yeah. That's cool, man. That's oh, a lot, man. I need to chill out. <laughs> Shut up, man. Mm -hmm. Thank fall off. <laughs> God damn it. I know. <laughs> Next question. All right. So, and, yeah, man, you already asked most of the questions already, dude. Come right. on, man. Just make a question. I don't know. I'll make a question already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, how do you feel about modern dating now? Sucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, as far as the term Okay. Right, All right. For those of you guys who don't know, we tend to say... Girls' names that we've talked to, cities they're from. So, so you guys, if you guys do listeners, that's why I say Fremont. Yeah, LA, yeah, it's not LA. like that's not their real name, okay? Yeah, so we, have, we don't we do have to disclose their information. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to jeopardize their career. But, really. but the whole term of this whole wide dating thing it kind of transferred into modern dating because now we got this Tinder out. You got all this other stuff going on. Bumble, Tinder, coffee meets bagel. I don't know. I don't know the other ones. Um, Hinge. Hinge, Bumble, Plenty of Fish, Plenty of Fish, um, so Grinder like, for the for the gay men out there. So um, it's like, yeah. what's your outtake on that? Because now <laughs> back in those times, it was like no one's really like I me. Mean, actually, no, I just I got actually got a new rule too. I'll talk about that later. I, got, I added a new rule to this rule book. If it was rule, right. <laughs> Dante rule book. I got one. These are real numbers, right? These are real okay. numbers. <laughs> yeah, forty five. Okay. <laughs> All right, go for it. No, no, that's just, it's, it's, this your. Your name. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so how do you feel about it, man? Modern dating? Okay, well, what's your what's your opinion on? Okay, it? well, the listeners have to understand too that we, you know, uh, all three men in this room have gone through uh, old fashioned, right? The whole pager phase and the whole uh, AIM dating oh, dating phase, right? So 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 dating was not harder back then, but it was definitely required more emotional investment because when we were reaching out to someone it wasn't just as easy as like oh let me just sign to your dm this was like a matter of like hey can i get your aim in person and then 
they would choose to accept you or not. Right. And we would have to bear the pain. Either they'll accept seeing us in person or not. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of crazy back then like that. Now, because information is so accessible, um, the emotional investment is very um, limited and not required, right? So, and I did try that. So I remember my first time ever being introduced to Tinder and it was at this boba shop in Newark. My friend, you know, I don't want to mention his name. It starts with a J, ends with an on. Um, so he showed me this app called Tinder and I was like, Tinder, what is this, right? And he, he literally made a monster. Like he, he showed me that and I went ham on that, right? Um, my success rate was maybe three to four out of 10. Um, uh, successful matches and then one out of those three I would sleep with, right? So, um, so anyways, uh, so now, now being on those dating apps for about a year and a half, maybe two years, um, I didn't, I, I, I like Tinder because it was so fast and convenient, but I didn't like it because it was just kind of like whack, right? Or it was kind of just, I don't know. There were hotter girls on uh, Tinder back in the day. There were hotter girls back in the day. Now it's kind of just, you know, not, it's, it's not curated as well, right? Um, it's like, he's yeah. Yeah, but I but I, I actually I actually uh, enjoyed uh, Bumble a lot. Bumble was actually my winner because I didn't have to do too much and you know, women were more assertive and that's when I was like, all right, FL, let's do it, right? Um That's actually when I met um uh shoot. I don't want to mention. I think it was Florida. Yeah, I met Florida through Bumble and I met Houston through Bumble. San Diego's I met San Diego through OkCupid, and that's when I declared to never use OkCupid or vouch for them. If, if if there was an event, okay, because I work with an agency where I do like DJ gigs and stuff. If if OkCupid asked us to do a gig, I, w- I would respectfully decline because, like, I've had the worst experiences off OkCupid. Just saying, by the way. Um, so, <laughs> but how I think about modern dating now, it's um, I f- I feel like it's like a conveyor belt system now where you you're literally doing what you're doing. You're swiping. And you're being very shallow basing off their looks. Now, that doesn't mean it's bad because you do kind of have some physical attraction to the person that you eventually want to love, right? Like, that's that's all good. Like, it's it's okay to be shallow at first. But when you're basing everything on shallowness, then um, you're subconsciously just dating off of just purely just looks, not like the context, right? When I'm swiping on dating apps, I actually take my time. I actually read, I actually read it. I actually kind of like, yeah, I read it. I'm like, oh, that's you're kind of funny. <laughs> but no, right? <laughs> and, you know, and, then, and I just move on, right? But I know people, especially women, they're just swiping away, right? Just go, was it right? They just go right, 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 right. And then they filter later, right? For me, my filtering starts at the beginning, right? Because I, I want to save space. I'm kind of OCD about like having that many messages in my box. So, you know, I'm not going to like just swipe on anyone, right? Um, so now I think, so, so, okay. So I went from that to being completely off apps a year ago. Was it a year ago? 2017. Yeah, the beginning of 2017, I completely went off apps and I actually started getting pretty good results in terms of sleeping with women and dating women from getting off apps. It's really weird. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. You know, Dante was there. He saw me pick up a chick at a wedding, you know, like all that stuff, right? Um, SF. Tattoos. The wedding we went, anyways. So <laughs> yeah, so so that so that was an example, but and that was purely not, yeah. Wow. Short hair, glasses. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That wedding. Yeah, that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um. Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So 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 that was a perfect example of like, yo, I didn't need an app for that. You know what I mean? Um, but that does take experience to be that type of person. Now, for someone like us, like in this room. 
to have that type of experience, to um, to have that confidence to date someone like that, people who are before millennials growing up to with these dating apps, I will guarantee you they won't build up that confidence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're actually gonna they're, we're gonna lose it. They're gonna there's gonna be classes on, oh how can I be social? There's gonna be classes on how can I meet people like that. I mean there's already classes with like pickup artists and teaching how to pick up women and stuff, but now it's gonna be even worse than that. It's gonna be like whatever Japan and Korea are going through right now is what the U.S. is gonna go through in the next few years. Does that make sense? What's what are they going through right now? Japan, like, um, they buy blow-up dolls so then they can, you know, like, have a, a mate. Korea, they, they have, um, there's websites and videos on people eating live feed, like, um, um, I forgot what it's called, mongbok or whatever. So that way people, people would watch it so they don't feel lonely. You know what I mean? So they don't know how to court or talk to anyone, so they watch these videos so, so they can combat being lonely. Yeah, dude, Japan and Korea might be the most advanced countries and they have, everything's clean and whatever, but when it comes to dating and socializing, there's services. Like, there's services on you can pay a male escort just to take you out for dinner. That's true. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah and, I saw the documentary. And the guys that. don't even have to have sex with them. They're yeah. just, they're just like, they just compliment you. You're so beautiful. You're so awesome. Mm-hmm. And the woman pay for that. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, here you go. Thanks for your time, right? The guy's like, thanks. I'll see you later. And it's it's really sad, dude. Like, it's it's like, there's actual services like that. Now, is there that in, in the US? It's not as apparent, but it's gonna be in a few years because these dating apps and modern dating happening, it's gonna be pretty crazy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, yeah. That's how I think about modern dating. Yeah. Share. Okay, anyways. All right, man. So, question that, that mm, I guess you probably already know already. You probably have this already. You probably talked about it already. Before. Okay. When you date a girl, they must have and they must not. Which one is it? What do they must have? Like top, I don't know, top five. Or if you have ten, good. But five, it's minimal. What do they must have? Um, must haves. Okay, so um, well, let me start with the not have. Must cannot have. Okay, so they can't be like dirty. That's one. Um, like bad hygiene. Uh, are these top five? Uh, are, I mean, okay. Top ten. They definitely can't be close-minded. That's like a big thing. Like, like, okay. So hygiene, close-minded. Um, what's it called? Oh, and they and they. Oh, I mean, this is this is kind of biased because this is what I went through. They can't be psycho. I don't know if that makes sense. What's psycho? What's psycho mean, man? Like freaking just <laughs> like going crazy, what? spray painting your car, you know, acting angry for no reason. You know what I mean? Like just like overly aggressive, right? Um, if they can't speak with their words and they use their hands, that's that's a no bueno. That means you have daddy issues. Okay, that's that, I'm gonna be straight up. You have daddy issues. If, and if we're having sex and you call me daddy, you automatically are in the bracket of you have daddy issues, right? You know what I mean? And I have experienced that and it's really weird. It's really, it's really weird. Okay, well think about it. Has anyone, have any of the girls that you had sex with that called you daddy, do they have daddy issues? I don't know, man. I don't get to know them that long. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, it sounds nice at that point, but I'm out the door after that. I'm like, I'm out. But you're thinking like, Son. you know, they definitely just, have that. You're issues. thinking, yeah. I would never think that because you're just probably thinking, oh yeah, there's just another girl. Oh, it's really hot. Yeah. yeah it's you know, like, it's like shit. But yeah. as far maybe as like, it could make sense, I guess, because I guess the girl didn't have. Yeah. Getting more in depth with it. Yeah. That, 
That would throw me off. Yeah, it, I mean, well, now, back then it was hot. It's like, oh, yeah, it's really hot, yeah, right? Sure. But the then. Says, like, Latino girls are so poppy. I'm like, like, don't yeah. call me Bobby. It's not thinking about like, yeah. all those. <laughs> yeah. 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 all this is going down here. Yeah. I might not pull out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, that's different, I think. That's a cultural thing. But then when it's in the Amer- in American culture, for sure, like when they call you that, like they have that issues. I know that for a fact now. Like, it's, it's 100%. Um, so, I guess, tip of the day, when your girl calls you daddy, it's, it's turn off. <laughs> it is a turn off for me, but the, the, the source of it, is uh, no, I was just throwing off. I'm gonna Google this. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 bro, the source of it is because they had daddy issues, right? And it's fine if they need if they need help. That's cool. I'm not the guy for that. I there's plenty of guys I know that might help you with your daddy issues, but I am not mm-hmm. having it, right? So um, so anyways, that's one. Um, oh, and they can't be uh, they can't be not ambitious. Like they have to be ambitious. They have to be ambitious into. Oh, these are not these are must haves. Yeah, yeah, must have, so you, yeah. Hey, are you only three? A must nots? It's pretty basic. Uh, hygiene, psycho, and daddy shoots. Yeah, right. That's pretty basic, right? Right. I mean, I don't. Th- I don't think there's anything else. I mean, the the must haves also tie into the must not have, right? So they have to be ambitious, like into what they're doing. Like they got to be like hungry for change, hungry for success. Because if not ambitious, what does that mean? Okay, for example, right? Um, okay, there's nothing wrong with thick girls, right? Like like nice you know, like voluptuous women, right? But then there's a problem with a girl who is unhealthy, okay? And then sometimes in, 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 in physical appearance, it shows that it's like the shirt's hanging or like they have a muffin top, a banana bread top, whatever. Um, and it just, it's unattractive because they're not tr- trying. They're not, they're not trying to um, not say look good, but trying to be healthy, you know what I'm saying? So that's a big, that's a big thing for me. Like they have to try to be healthy. Okay, so for example, right? What defines a healthy woman? Like if you think about it, what is what is the definition of a healthy woman? Mm. Hmm. I mean, girl that just that just works out, you know. Yeah, doesn't doesn't breathe when she talks to you. Um, Washing her diet. That I mean, okay. When I say this, you guys would be like, "Oh, that makes sense, right?" Is that is that they're fertile, that they're able to have a kid, right? Big girls able to have kids. Too. No, I know, I know, I know. But then, like, I'm not. That's why I said voluptuous women is fine, but mm-hmm. unhealthy women who look, like, they the side effect is them looking fat or big. Um, most of the time, they they're not also not healthy to have a kid either. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like similar, right? Um, another thing, um, like drinking a hell of alcohol. They're they're not like thick or sexy. You know what I mean, they just look hella unhealthy, yeah. which in turn is like this stuff or like stuff hanging out there, whatever unnecessary stretch marks and stuff like that wrinkles you know um always think about that like yeah they have to do with for girls that girl's sure can get bigger after that like like i can like i can think of a few thick women that like i've hooked up with um and i'm pretty sure you can think of thick women that you hooked up with that were actually healthier than most skinny girls that you know right because there is such thing as a skinny fat right yeah. um, fat skinny skinny fat right um so uh, so yeah, so they have to be ambitious. Another thing is they have to be open-minded, open-minded to like, you know, different experiences and stuff. Um, healthy. And, uh, and yeah, and healthy. Uh, and I think that's it. That's pretty simple, you know? Um, oh, and they can't, okay, well, this is a, a must not have, right? Like they have to be willing to discuss and conversate. They can't, 
think that they're always right. That's a big. That's a big one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arrogance. I don't like arrogance. Arrogance is a big one. I like it when people can compromise and prove a point to me, but not prove a point to me in like in a, in a dickish way, an asshole way. Like you're wrong because you're stupid. Like oh, for real? All right, I'm leaving. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't communicate like that, right? Like, yeah. I have to plan my shit. You know what I mean? Um, being an entrepreneur, like, you gotta plan your shit. I respect it. Yeah, I mean, like, um, spur of the moment's amazing. Like, if I'm, like, feeling some kind of way, I'm like, oh, you know, let me just hit up this girl and then hang out. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah totally cool. But if you're a, a female and you're trying to ask me, like, hey, I really wanna see you, but you have to be in the next hour, right? Like, I'm not having it. Like, you gotta freaking plan it, you know, um, and stuff. So, yeah, plan it. Plan it. We have another question, rapid fire question. Business man. When are you thinking about getting really serious with a relationship? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, let me get a, let me get my own place first. That's that's the biggest one. Yeah, I'm renting a room right now, but I kind of want to own, uh, like a townhouse, condo, or, or something. So one of those. Yeah, I want to own something. Yeah, because I also have like a lot of gear, too. That I want to like. I have future plans for my um my uh, uh my projects. Yeah, there we go. Hey. Hey man, candlelight dinner or outdoors type of dude? Candlelight dinner or outdoors type of date. What are you, what's your um, preference? That's tough actually. Candlelight dinner or outdoors type of thing. And outdoors is sunny, right? Yeah, I mean any day. Yeah, any outdoors. Any day, yeah, any foggy day. Foggy, indoors, like you can chill at home. I mean, still. Dinner. Okay, if it's outdoors, out. if it's outdoors, you can be out on the club, any outdoorsy. Yeah. Oh. Okay, okay, I think I'm an outdoors guy then. I think yeah, outdoors, so uh, nice and warm, sunny, or night, night, summer night. Yeah, has to be that. Yeah. Santa Cruz, where is that? Everybody, just letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Santa, Santa Cruz, bro. Santa Cruz, fish ranch, damn Santa Cruz, bro. Santa, Santa Cruz is pretty no, nice. Santa Cruz is yeah. dope, especially yeah. for the picnic. Yeah, if it's cold or raining, I don't do that. Like I'm singing, <laughs> but I, but but I don't do a lot of candlelight dinners either. Like I I don't, I don't see myself doing that. You don't do the whole champagne. Nah, fuck that. Open that up like this. Nope. Nope. Stay at home, cook something. Stuff. It's actually really. Roses. It's actually I. It's really awkward for me. When I do that, I like having dinner, but I have to sit next to my date. I don't, oh, that's a that's a thing. I don't know if you guys know. Like, even when I meet someone for the first time, especially a girl, um, with my boys, like it's like, oh yeah, bro, it's just, it's just, you know, like what's up, right? We we'll sit across from each other, it's fine. But like with women, for some reason, I don't know why, it's really weird. I always like and have to have them sit next to me, even if we're not dating. It's really really weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't do the cross. I mean, like I mean, if I have contact. to, if I have to, it's fine. Like but in her eyes. If I have to, it's fine. But I actually like it sitting next to them. Yeah, it actually feels better, and it works too because Florida, um, the Caucasian girl, um, asked her like, "Hey, I actually like it when you know uh, when I'm sitting next to someone." I don't say girl or guy. I just say someone. Like, oh yeah, when I'm eating, I like to sit next to them because I just feel like I connect with them better. Okay, yeah, no problem, right? And that made her want to have sex with me more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's. 
It's, it's, it's like I want to have sex with you more. Really? Alright. She she I swear to God, man, like she turned her body towards me and like her hips were like facing her whole body was facing me. She kept smiling. What the fuck is wrong with you, right? I said, oh nothing. I'm just getting a weird feeling in my stomach, right? I'm like, what the hell? And then when we made out in the car, right? Then she told like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the car. She I was she was telling I asked her like why what was what was your feeling? Like, oh I don't know, I just start, I was just really attracted to you for some reason. They're like, oh okay. And that's not the first time that's happened, so I saw it working. I saw a pattern. I'm, I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's so that's let's that's try that. Try it once for one day. Yeah, it's kind of my thing with dinners. <laughs> All right, next question. What you got, man? Um, was that me or you? Edison. Me? Okay. Yeah, we already asked already, man. What's your fetish again? Uh, what fetish? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh damn, we're really asking this. Okay. Yeah. What was my last question or last answer? Do you remember? It, it uh, changes, man. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. I have six on a train. I definitely have different type of fetishes, but here are like the ones that are like, ooh, right? Like, <laughs> like what is, um, it's a, it's a ELH, right? If you guys don't know what that is, it's um, in order, it's eyes, lips, and then hips. Yeah. So if that in order is dope, you're good. If eyes are not good, then your lips have to be good. If your lips are not good, then your hips will probably save you. And if you don't have that, then goodbye. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just kidding. That's really that's really shallow. It's all physical, then, huh? Yeah, and then if they look good in glasses, yeah, that's a really big thing for me. Yeah, if they look good in glasses. Um, like, I, I met a lot of girls who wear contacts and they put on glasses after. Like, I actually sometimes prefer them with glasses than contacts. Something about glasses. Yeah, it's like, whole oh, what? Like, you look like way hotter, right? And then when we have sex, it's like, no, no, keep those on. <laughs> but I, I have to, no, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. They're going to fall they're off. Gonna, don't care. They're going to be foggy. I can't see anything. It doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see. It's not going to matter what you see, okay? <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah. It's uh, my fetish. What you got? Any shot fire question? Um, no, that's practically it, man. I'm just glad to know more about my guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is way better too because we're in a confined room. Because last time we did this, like it's people. Damn chairs, man! It pissed me off. It's all good. Just cut it out, man. Yeah, man, whatever. Cut it out. <laughs> yeah, just like my eight-minute spiel, <laughs> which will come in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that in the next episode. All right, well, man, I really don't have any questions, man. Right, Unless cool. you have anything else you want to add on there. No, that's it, guys. That's it. I mean, let's you know, like, yeah, if, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Heartbreak agent here. Heartbreak agent. If you guys have any questions, please hit us up on our Instagram. Boom. What is it? Underscore. Follow us. It's uh, y underscore date. I know it's underscore y date. Then. Oh, underscore y underscore date. Yeah. Underscore. Boom. Get. No, 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 no. It's oh. it's y underscore date underscore. No, there we go. There, there we go. There there we go. go. Just remember that. Write that down. Memorize it. <laughs> Memorize it in your brain. No. And I'll be right now. I'm gonna be posting more. I'm gonna post everyone's content on here. I'm glad we finally finished that up. Oh crap! It's gonna be me next time. No, it is no, gonna be. No, 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 no interview for me, dude. I want to do it. <laughs> everyone has a beer though. Max Savage is not here. Dude, man. I want to convert you, bro. <laughs> I will never be converted. This is my my thinking is way like extreme. I'm telling you, if you guys, when you guys, if, we are, if you guys did that with interview me, like my my philosophy is just like, dude, we had an hour conversation about this last <laughs> night, like. <laughs> just saying, man, it's it's. it's one, hard to one day, dude, you're gonna be like, man, I finally found her. I'm like, 
Whatever. Well, anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we'll take back later. We'll do uh, another episode of me, I guess, interview, and then we'll actually start jumping into our episodes. Actually, we're gonna start jumping into our third season, spring, spring break. Damn it! Yeah, winter's over, guys. Cuddling, cuddling season, cuddling season is over. Now it's spring. Spring and summer is where the podcast actually first started in. So we're actually going to be doing an anniversary episode when he's, we're going to probably have all the speakers on there on one day. That'd be dope. That's that's another concept, but we're actually going to jump into that too, season three after this. I just hashtag white date, and then there's other one that says white date Latinos, white date Asians, white date. What the fuck? Well, with that note, we're signing out here. <laughs> take it easy. All right, guys, take it easy. What the fuck?